0: Join the guild and secure your ticket to Scott's sale at the best possible price by visiting MaxLawEvents.com. In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from MaxLawCon 2021. Keep listening to hear Bernard Nomberg as we share his talk, Coach Always Said, Teammates Are Forever. You can also head to the Maximum Lawyer YouTube channel to watch the full video. Have you grabbed your ticket to this year's conference? If not, head to maxlawcon 2022com to get yours today. Now, to the episode Run your law firm the right way. way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast.
1: Maximum Liar Podcast.
0: Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm.
1: Welcome
2: to the show. What. Jordan and Nicole just talked about really feeds into what I'm going to talk about before I get into it. By show of hands, I need help real quick. Who is attending the best conference they're going to by show of hands of all year? Let's see it. Thank you. You'll see that later. I'm Bernard Nomberg. Practice law with my brother and a couple other lawyers in Birmingham, Alabama. We do work comp, social security. We have a bankruptcy specialist, etc. We can't compete with the big boys in our state. Alabama has way too many lawyers, and the out-of-state big firms are creeping in or they're already there. We're not gonna be on TV. We're not gonna be on billboards. So we figured, where can we make our mark? Well, that's through the internet. And what I'm gonna show you is how Facebook groups, and I'd love to tell you I predicted how this would go, but the beautiful thing about what I'm gonna show you is how it organically has come about. It's the ability to do marketing Without doing marketing, who has hobbies here? Ryan, what's a hobby of yours? Okay. Nathan, give me a hobby. Auburn football, we'll go with that. Jim, any of your hobbies can be turned, not Peloton. No, we'll get to Peloton. Any of these hobbies can be used for marketing. And let's, uh, some of this is not going to, we're not going to spend too much time on these. talks about Facebook groups. This is really about marketing yourself without marketing yourself. It's not about you, the lawyer. It's about the group itself. And what I did, I'm coming from a small town in South Alabama, Dothan. My high school merged into the rival high school. It's very sad for a lot of people. There's only two big high schools. Norfew, my alma mater, merged with Dothan. It's now Dothan High School because it's our city. And they moved in, this is the biggest insult, they moved into our old school. So instead of my high school, it says Dothan. A lot of people were butt hurt, as you can imagine very proud sports programs, including football. I played high school football, I played college football. Well, trophies got thrown into the trash by the new administration. People were furious. This was in the summer of 19, leading in the fall of 19. Now, for my law firm, many of you in this room have been on my weekly Facebook Live show, Nomburg Law Lab. It's a 30-minute show. We don't even really talk much about law, some. But I was trying to think, how can I bring this Northview group of people from my hometown together to at least put some of the memories together to reconnect because it even got into the newspaper. I mean, that's how upset these people were. So I created the Northview High School football group. And it's it's hard to see, but you can get an idea of what it is. And I invited everybody who was in my friend's group to join it. Now, again, in this group, it's not about me, my law firm, or the law. That's the focus. That's like you can do this for bourbon, I know Tyson does that. You can do it for any of your hobbies, any of interest. And this is what's so great, is you don't, you're not marketing yourself, you're talking about this. But as the moderator or co-moderator, I assign to somebody else, really with these groups you really need more than one moderator just in case. It's my name, it's my face, it's my voice that people know who's running this. And if they wanna invite friends to join our group, it's gotta come through me or our co-moderator. But what I also started doing is putting pictures and videos from our years of playing football and encouraged others to do the same. And it started building that community, which Facebook groups is so great about doing. Then the pandemic hit March of 20. I'd love again to tell you I knew that that was coming and this is what I designed it for. It just happened. And it quickly grew. I think we're at about 500 people now. Our school is a school for 41 years. So there's a pretty large group of not just football players, but coaches, cheerleaders, anybody, band members, anybody who's in it. But we all have a common bond, and that's our school. So I then took the idea from my law firm's weekly show, why don't I start interviewing some of the coaches and well-known players? We've had players make it into the pros. They're very well-known, at least in our region. So I interviewed our high school's main coach, our our best coach who won the championships. And the amount of people, because this was in, I think, April of 2020, the number of people who tuned in was almost one-third of the total group membership for just that show live. It was incredible. It was in Zoom, and I posted it only live through that group, and it's a closed group. Then I started doing it each week. And now I've done about 80 different former members from our high school all years, going back from 78 to 2019. Again, a lot of people don't know each other, but each week I do these every Wednesday night. Now, what I should have let off was, I do this because I've made a decision with my brother about how we do some of our marketing. About one third of my work week is spent on some version of marketing. Those of you who know me know I'm on a bunch of platforms, do a bunch of different things. But if you've got kids at home or if you don't like marketing, this is not really for you. This is really kind of, a as both Jordan and Nicole said, this is really a niche. You really have got to enjoy what you're doing here. I never mentioned my law firm. I never mentioned that I'm a lawyer. But through these weekly shows, people getting to know who I am. They knew who I was because of my playing days back then. Had some success back in high school. They knew me then, but that was only that time period of people, but they really know who I am now because of this show. And occasionally I'll put videos in there of just me saying, hey, if you wanna promote your business, folks who live in Dothan, put your business in here. If you know how Facebook groups work, you can divide it by topics. You can make it easily searchable. There's an announcements section that has in there, and that I keep that at the top of the page. It's a welcoming video. It's letting them know who the next several guests who are coming up on the show. It's my encouraging them, put your videos, your photos, your memories in there so we can all share a commonality. Now how they're getting to me, and this is what happened, and this is where the light bulb really went off, is that at least in my Northview group from my hometown, I was starting to get messages and phone calls Hey, do you do Carrex? Do you do med mal? Do you know Dr. So-and-so? And this is really kind of in my hometown. And my hometown in, in Dothan, 50, 60,000 people is very saturated with lawyers. But these people know me through this or they, maybe they knew my dad who used to practice down there for many years. But I started getting cases out of this. And it was pretty organic. Meaning, again, never mentioned what I did for a living. But then people would go find me on my other platforms. I've gotten cases. I've referred cases out. I've handled some cases. But that's how this is has worked. And now these two groups, again, like I said, I played high school and also played college football. I went and looked about the same time I created the one for my high school. I created this one for my football for Vanderbilt. There are other letterman groups and alumni groups. They're not run by the school, and I'm not affiliated or supported by the Vanderbilt Athletics Department. But now that they've seen what I've done for the last two years, they use my videos all the time, and I'm happy for it. But I've done about 80 weekly videos. I do these on Tuesday nights. They're about they're on Zoom, and I tell the folks, my interviewees, I'm going to push it live strictly here. And it is a closed space of, I don't know how many are on there, It's probably about 400 or 450 in this group. It's become kind of a safe space to just talk about, and no snickering out here, Bama fan, about Vanderbilt football. Again, we all have commonality in being a member here. I might have played in the late 80s. Other members played in the 50s. Some of the members played in the 2010s, whatever but we all played at the same stadium. We all know the crappy facilities, you know, coaches, etc. But that's what brings us together. And each, almost each day, for both of these groups, I find more information. My high school doesn't have a program anymore, but we may see former high school players playing in college or in pros, so we'll put that in there to keep the discussion going. We're in the middle of the football season, so I put stuff here about Vanderbilt. I've had the athletics director, and the head coach, both as my guests in the last month or so. And I've got the chancellor of the university coming on next month. So what do I do with those videos afterward? As I tell my guests, it's a closed private group. The only people who are going to be watching this and commenting live, you all know how Zoom and pushing it to Facebook works. You can interact, communicate. And I field questions. I let them know who's there. I then upload it to YouTube, to my personal YouTube channel. And it's amazing how people are finding me either for law or not for law.
1: Have you ever felt overwhelmed with everything there is to do within your legal practice? How do you keep up with your legal work while making time for growing your practice and attracting clients? Do important things like deadlines and even your family fall through the cracks? This is why you should join us at the number one conference for legal entrepreneurs, Max LawCon. We're going to be focused on helping practices scale and bringing calm to the order. This conference is curated in order to accelerate your implementation. Based on where you are in your legal practice, we're going to help you identify exactly what is most important right now. When you leave MaxLawCon, you go home with complete clarity, focus, and a plan to make 2022 your best year ever. And not only your best year in terms of revenue, but your best year in terms of time. Time back with your family. More time to do the work that is in your zone of genius. Only taking the clients that you like. And more money in your pocket. It's all at the Maximum Lawyer Conference. MaxLawCon is a two-day event on Thursday, June 2nd and Friday, June 3rd in St. Charles, Missouri. Seats are filling fast. Grab yours today at www.maxlawcon2022.com.
2: I'll give you a quick example. I got a phone call from a pastor near Dallas about two weeks ago called, and sometimes we'll get those calls where a religious person who leads a religious uh, congregation or organization will call for one of their congregates to kind of vet the lawyer out, see if we're a good fit. So that's what I thought it was. And since we have an extremely active YouTube channel for my firm, we get calls from all over the country. Again, work comp, social security, bankruptcy. So that's what I thought it was. And he says to me, do you know so-and-so? And And it was the name of one of my former guests. And it was a teammate of mine from back in the day. I'm like, yes, I I do. What's this about? Well, how can I get in touch with him? Well, I'm not going to give out his information. So he tells me he and his wife go into storage units. And they, you've seen this on TV before, these, where they buy the, the units and there's gold or whatever in the, in the storage units. Well, he and his wife buy unclaimed storage units. They look through what's in there, and he says, if we can identify what's in there, we'll, give it, we'll try to find the person and give it back to them. It helps us betterment of, of the community. I'm like, that's awesome. Why are you calling me? Well, he found, he, he thinks at the time he had found college class rings. For my teammate, his wife, some mementos from back in his, the Vanderbilt football days, and some other family heirlooms. So I said, all right, I'll get in touch with Chris, my buddy, and I'll give him all your information. Now, Chris, the person, the teammate, was a all SEC, all-America tackling machine. He played pro football for several years. One of these just awesomely, just awesome big dudes he is sobbing on the phone with me because he had misplaced or lost the ability to get into that safety deposit box over 30 years prior. Now this isn't leading to a case or anything like that, but it's showing you the power of how when you do Facebook groups and incorporate maybe YouTube or some other platform in with it, you don't know how people are gonna find you. Now there's a whole bunch of stuff you can read on these other slides that'll either bore you or or hopefully educate you a little bit. But I know we've got about five or six minutes left. This is probably one of the best information when you're running them. Now you don't have to just be a moderator, you could join groups, but I wanna caution you that if you join a group that does bourbon or hiking or Peloton, don't be so quick to jump in there with the lawyer speak and how you can help as the lawyer. You need to be in that group for months, if not quite a while, and earn your place in the group amongst the active people. Because if you come in there, you're going to look like you just joined and you're looking to join because you want to market yourself. There's a fine line. There's a real fine line there. Earn your place in the group because of the group. Then you can make suggestions about whatever the niche within the law, or maybe if you have a voice in there, you become known as the lawyer who likes bourbon, et cetera. So that's with the last few minutes that we have, I'll be glad to field any questions. And I know I went through this kind of quickly, but I'm now almost two years into this. There's almost 900 people. I bet I've fielded 30 or 40 phone calls between the two groups that have led some cases, some fees. And it really just developed so organically because I really, when I put it together, it was not for the purpose of creating uh, marketing. And while I'm in there, it's fun because these are two topics that are important to me. It's part of my past, part of my, my current, and it's all my friends. So that's why I'm saying pick something that you enjoy as a hobby and join those groups. Or if you don't see what you like, create your own. And you can build this just slowly over time. Any questions, any thoughts? I'm the one who's the main moderator for both of these groups. Now, I've got two former teammates from, or not teammates, but from different years who may know other generation of former players who are co-moderators. I thought about getting either a family member to help out or someone in my firm to help out, but it would take away from the authenticity. It truly would. I understand what you're asking. We haven't That hadn't been my experience. It doesn't mean it wouldn't work beautifully. Here's another thing I just thought of as you mentioned that there are actually other lawyers in these two groups who are former ballplayers for either of these programs and either it hadn't dawned on them or they just don't see it to use it in that way. But I and I certainly haven't blocked or limited their abilities to interact in any of these capacities. But I don't know of how many other people are kind of doing this same concept. And it doesn't have to, again, it doesn't have to be with sports teams. That's just my experience. But I think it would work beautifully with any other hobby that you have because the great thing is you don't realize you're marketing when you're marketing. You're enjoying the topic. And, oh, by the way, you're the lawyer that they can now go to because everybody knows who I am. They didn't know who I am most of these people until I started creating this group. And people are adding to this group. Other members are bringing in their teammates, their classmates, et cetera. Is anybody else with any other comments? I'm running out of material from a high school. Again, it's only 41 years of information. So I am begging former teachers and teammates, please bring me your yearbooks. Text me or email me all of your photos or articles. And we have, I'd say we're about 70% of the way with newspaper articles for the entire program. Now, if Facebook ever crashes, the whole thing goes away because there's no backup. But when I have guests that come on, I have them send me. I have a list of about 10 questions. So I actually promote the show the Sunday of the week that it comes out, like at 10 o'clock on Sundays. Everybody who's my next guest has photos of themselves from back in the day, from when they played ball or cheered or in the band. Send that to me. People love to see all that stuff. So I put together a little paragraph. And then all their photos. And there'll be 50, 60, 70, 80 comments, but even before the show is aired. Now, when the show is going, it depends on who they are in their level of knowledge or, I mean, importance to the group or, or familiarity in the group. There might be five people watching or there may be 50 people, just depending on who it is. But then what happens? And here's the beautiful thing that I'll, I'll finish on. Put it on YouTube and then I post the link to Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, wherever I am on social media, tag them if assuming they're on those platforms. But then I also will text or email them the YouTube link. And you know they want to take that and share that out with their people. So it's the next, you know, your, the next reaches of your own videos. And you're the person who's the moderator of the show. So anything else? Yeah, anything. Oh,
1: you always do the private.
2: Yes, because that encourages the guests to be more open with it. I tell them exactly how this is. The only people who are gonna be in their live are the people within our group. A lot of people are hesitant and still don't wanna do it because they don't wanna be video, they don't like to share their story. Other people are chomping at the bit to tell their story. And it becomes emotional. I've had some of the biggest dudes in the world there bawling by the end because they're remembering all these great memories that they've had and some of their teammates who they hadn't seen in decades are in the group commenting back to them. And it's been cool. Like I went to a Vanderbilt football game beginning of the year and we had 13 or 14 from my signing class all show up. And a lot of whom hadn't seen each other since we all graduated. Anyway, that's my time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum